Good day. And welcome to the Talk It Out podcast. My name is Neil Bailey Harper, and it's Sunday morning. I mean, it's like right in the middle of Sunday morning. And I'm back with rainy days and Sundays. Because it's got that overcast feel like Fridays. So let's talk about movies. Yeah, I'm still around my 300th episode. I'm not really sure. So I'm going to do one more thing about movies. Because that last one, I just had so much more to say. And the music I'm listening to tonight, speaking of much more to say, comes from the king. You know, he's not the king of pop. He was the king. Michael Jackson. The song is Butterflies from the Invincible album in 2001. One of his better grooves to me. Uh, Okay, so. Again, I got to go over, sadly, the fact that I believe we're now above 204,000 Americans who have passed away due to the COVID-19 virus. And I can't say that's the last number. There's projections now that say by October 17th we'll be at 230,000. I mean, think about that, y'all. That's not only 230,000 people sadly gone. That's millions affected. And I defy anybody to tell me through six degrees of separation, we don't know someone who has either passed or suffered through this time and this virus. So praying that we do better for ourselves and each other. Now I'm going to go back to talk about movies. Um, last time I talked about directors mostly and how we all tend to look at movies two ways. Sometimes when you're younger, unless you're a nerd like me, you look from the bottom up. We see actors, we see action, we see things we like and we watch it because of that. The older you get, the more in tune you get with what you like. So sometimes we go to the directors. And if we like some movies that a director has done, we tend to go find other movies that that director has done. Because what directors do is they take stories and they paint them in a visual way for us to see. So if you like the way the director is portraying a story, you'll probably like most of his movies. If the stories are good. That's my disclaimer. But one director I left out the last time that I need to to mention, and it is the great Spike Lee. I just overlooked his name. Um, Spike Lee's done a lot of great things. And if you remember, to me, he seemed like one of the first mainstream black movie directors. So he was held to this standard where everything had to seemed like it had to have a point or had to have a reason or had to have a... He's just making movies. Let him just make movies. And he's done some great movies like Crooklyn and uh, More Better Blues. The three I want to talk about, or three I want to mention that you can see if you haven't, one is The Inside Man um, with Jodie Foster. Another one would be... um, uh, the 25th Hour with Ed Norton. Really good movie. And He Got Game with Denzel, who was in a few of his movies, and Ray Allen. And you could take a basketball player, talented basketball player who had some acting chops, and put him in that role, and the movie was believably well done. So I wanted to add Spike Lee in. Now, the other thing I want to do 
Some of us like actors. And by actors, I mean male and female. So, think about the movies that you see if you like the actor. Whether it's an action kind of movie, if you're a rock fan. Back in the day, rock used to be Sylvester Stallone. And then he used to be uh, the Van Damme. You know, all of them did those kind of things. Um, That wasn't really my cup of tea. But it is a lot of people's. Um, But there's a lot of actors I like. So, think of a list of actors that you would see. You know, if a movie came on that you haven't seen. And you saw the name of an actor that you liked you probably be more intend to give it a shot, just a look. Because the people I probably like, again, do good stories. And that's the, the groundwork, the ground level for their work to me. It has to be a good story. But if it's an actor I like as opposed to an actor I wouldn't like. Perfect example. I was never a big Sylvester, Sylvester Stallone fan. I saw Rocky one. Okay. I'm from Philly. Yeah, all that stuff. Okay, good movie for its time. But my favorite Sylvester Stallone movie would be a movie called Copland that he did with uh, Martin Scorsese. And includes Harvey Keitel and a few others. It's, it's, he took what he can do and made him do it well. The movie's called Copland, if you've never seen that. But I'm going to give you a list of uh, actors that I prefer. This is Heat Waves, 1976, Too Hot to Handle album. The song is All You Do Is Dial. This is Sunday morning music, y'all. Let me give you some actors. Females. I will probably give a shot to any movie that these women are in. And most of them are just current. Because I got, I mean, tomorrow I can give you a whole nother list. And it's just as good as this one. But this is today's list. Scarlett Johansson, Rachel McAdams, Jessica Lange, Annie Archer from those uh, Jack Ryan movies years ago, uh, Viola Davis, Kathy Baker, Laura Lindley, Alfie Woodard. And this movie with her and Kathy Baker together. I can't think of the name of it, but it's really good. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence, Hilary Swank, who won two Oscars, I believe in the mid 90s or early 2000s, and then kind of stepped back for a minute. Really nice list. There's, again, thousands more. I'm not excluding anybody. Those are just the ones on my head right now. Let me give you some men. Uh, Robert Duvall. Robert Downey Jr. Uh, Robert De Niro. Enough with the Roberts. Denzel Washington. George Clooney. Matt Damon. Forrest Whitaker. If you've never seen The Last King of Scotland, the movie he won his Oscar for, he deserved it. It's a brilliant role in a brilliant movie. Bradley Cooper, a whole lot more than a hangover, excluding the stars born, for me, for me. One of my favorite actors is Jeff Bridges. Uh, His body of work speaks for itself. Um, All I gotta say is the dude to a lot of people, and you know I'm talking about the big Lebowski, but he's done so many good things. Arlington Road was a really good movie. He's always this kind of guy who kind of gets it in the end. Uh, Against All Odds is another good movie. Sean Penn, done everything. Milk, you had to really be into it to watch it if, if you weren't. It was a really good movie, though. Um, At Close Range, one of the first movies I saw with Sean Penn, when he was, I believe, married to Madonna, 
she actually did the soundtrack or had a lot to do with some of the soundtrack. But Sean Penn and uh, oh, I mean, I can't think of his crazy, crazy man. But he's a really good actor. But it's at close range. Him and his brother, Chris Penn, were in that movie based on a true story about a small time gang in Pennsylvania. Robert Downey Jr. I think, man, if this guy ever takes off the superhero suit, you can really see how really good he is. Um, I go back to a movie he made years ago called Less Than Zero with Jamie Gertz and Andrew McCarthy. Damn, man, that was scary good. Scary good. And his role was really good. Uh, John Goodman. John Goodman is great, man. Everything from arachnophobia to... Uh, Argo, John Goodman's done a lot of really good stuff. Billy Bob Thornton, I think for the total package, acting, directing, screenwriting, Billy Bob is one of the best, man. And start with Sling Blade. If you've never seen Sling Blade, start with Sling Blade. That's Billy Bob's first movie, his tour de force, and everything else is, tells you why he's there. Um, but there's also other movies he's done called, uh, well, Friday Night Lights, one of the better sports movies I've ever seen. And um, uh, the movie, oh, Monster's Ball with Halle Berry. Really good, really good. Billy Bob does a lot of good things. And as a matter of fact, last two nights ago, I saw a movie that included three of these actors, Billy Bob Thornton, Robert Downey Jr., and Robert Duvall. The movie is called The Judge. Now, Robert Duvall, it's classic. You know, we can go back to 72 and The Godfather and even before that. But he plays the father of uh, Robert Downey Jr. Just these guys together, man. It was just really, really well-made movie. And you, it's the kind of movie you can see a couple times. And it still might get a little teared up at the end of it. But it was a really, really good movie. Um, okay. Oh. A guy I would be remiss to talk about not talk about movies and can't mention Samuel L. Jackson. Okay, I just mentioned Samuel L. Jackson. He's in just about every movie that's ever been made. And that's, you gotta respect that. Goes back though to early Spike Lee movies. I believe it was, uh, She, she Hate, uh, She Hate Me. He might've been in that. He's been in, he's been in everything. And, and on the Hispanic side of being in everything, there's Luis Guzman. Now, you might say, who? But if you saw his face, you would say, oh, him. Just think about it. From uh, Carlito's Way uh, years ago. He's done a lot of things. He, he might be on, the, on, on a ship in um, either uh, Crimson Tide or uh, Hunt for Red October. He's everywhere. Another classic American actor who you don't see as much anymore but is Gene Hackman. Nine out of ten times, any time I saw Gene Hackman's name, you'd give the movie a shot. Okay? Oh, and I, rem I was remiss to put on this list also the great Tom Hanks, who could do anything. Absolutely anything. And on my weird side, he did a movie called uh, Lady Killers with one of the Wayne and Brothers and uh, A.K.A. Simmons. <laughs> It's weird as shit, but it's a funny movie, and I, I kind of like it. Tom Hanks can do it all. Um, so that's, that's kind of the list. But today I wanted to talk about two directors. Oh, this is DeBarge. 
from the All This Love album. It's called All This Love, I believe from 1982. Man, you know, they used to have, we used to have this thing back in the day where it's like Michael Jackson or DeBarge. Really? Why? They were both their own thing, you know. DeBarge could just sing that and still can't. This is All This Love from 82. But now let me get into the two directors I want to speak on today because I think there's good movies everywhere and Sunday's a perfect day to watch a movie you haven't seen before. So if something's on this list that you haven't seen, you might want to check it out. The first director that I'm sure we might be familiar with is the great Oliver Stone. Now, he's done a lot of movies like Platoon, uh, JFK, Nixon, some movies where you might feel like sitting through, you're like, oh, okay, this is a little bit too long. But man, everything is original. Everything is to the point. Everything you can almost touch. His movies are so intense in a lot of ways. Um, Natural Born Killers with Woody Har- Harrelson and Juliette Lewis. Dark subject. It's kind of like a modern day Bonnie and Clyde. And I think he loosely based it on the uh, Charles... Stratford, whatever the guy in Nebraska years ago with the girl that traveled around, but it's called Natural Born Killers. Um, let me give you a couple more. Any given Sunday, yeah, when we thought Jamie Foxx was just a singer. Great movie. Um, Wall Street with both Martin Sheen and Charlie Sheen. Savages. A different kind of movie, but still. Everything he did, he made you feel like you were there, to me. Midnight Express was one of his earlier movies, too. That was based on a true story about, I believe the kid's name was Billy McKnight, who tried to smuggle some smack into the United States and got caught in Turkey. It's really good. That's all I got to say about that. But the first movie I saw of Oliver Stone was a movie called Eight Million Ways to Die with Jeff Bridges and Andy Garcia. Um, he has he has this thing he does where he can really set a tension point in movies. You know, he, he can get you right to the edge of things where you're as involved as the people in the movie. Eight Million Ways to Die has a scene with Jeff Bridges and Andy Garcia, and I believe Rebecca DeMornay is in it also. It's really good. The first movie I've seen of his. So that's Oliver Stone. A lot more movies. Again, push the Google button. You'll find anything you want. But if you haven't seen any of those, different types of movies, different subjects, you go corporate room or you can go to the the battlefield. But Oliver Stone makes really good movies. The other director, I'm going to go back a little old school on some of us. Uh, His name is Sidney Lamette. Now, it's not that old school because he still makes movies or still made movies in the last five years or so. But Sidney Lamette, is responsible for my favorite movie of all time. Okay, I know I seem cool, but I'm kind of a nerd. And Sidney Lumet directed Henry Fonda in the original 12 Angry Men, the motion picture. Now, it was a stage play, but it was the original motion picture, 12 Angry Men, about a jury deciding the fate of a Hispanic young man. Um, It also included one of my favorite actors, Lee J. Cobb. Who has this voice and she's gorgeous in it. It's just, it's a fabulous movie. It's a dialogue movie though. Everything takes place in the jury room. 
It's brilliant. It's been remade. Not well. Different kind of cast, but for me, the original. That was the first movie I saw of his. Now, let's move on. There's also, right after Al Pacino did The Godfather, from 72, 73, 74, he went totally the other way and did a Sidney Lamette movie entitled Dog Day Afternoon. Now, the cool thing in that is that his, his partner in that movie was Fredo from The Godfather. But it's about a young guy who's confused in New York who decides to rob a bank. It's really good. Um, also, Serpico, about the New York police officer. Again, Al Pacino, Sidney Lamette. Really good movie. Network. Um, with uh, You open up the window and say, I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore. With Faye Dunaway. Really good movie. Uh, the Verdict with Sally Field and the fabulous Paul Newman. Uh, you can watch, I can watch Paul Newman movies all too. Hondo, The Verdict, uh, Cat on the Hot Tin Roof, um, the Pool movies, uh, you know, Color of Money. That might have been the best performance I've ever seen. Um, uh, Little Man. <laughs> I don't mean that in a bad way. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. Mission Impossible. I can't remember his name. How can you not remember his name? Although his best movie that I saw recently was something called... Uh, hmm. I don't know. What is his name? Little Guy. You know. The Firm. Um, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise, that's his name. Yeah. The Color of Money with him and Paul Newman is really good. The original one Paul Newman also did, though, with... Uh, the great Jackie Gleason, also called, I believe, The Color Money. But Jackie Gleason played Minnesota Fats in that movie. A couple other movies uh, from Sidney Lumet. Failsafe. Now, again, this is for movie lovers. It's a black and white. But basically, Henry Fonda is the president of the United States. And somebody by accident pushed the button and sent off a nuclear bomb to Russia. So he then has to get on the phone with the Russian prime minister and decide, okay, that bomb's coming and we can't call it back. So here's what you guys are going to do. You guys are going to take out New York. It's really, really different. And again, it's a black and white movie, but if you love movies, you might like this one too. There's another movie he did uh, with called Gloria, which was redone recently by, uh, I think... I don't know, her, I forgot her real name, uh, but Cookie on Empire. She did it in the last five years. But um, really good movie, by the, almost the same premise. And then there's uh, all, the, all the King's Men, based on the governor of Louisiana, Huey Long. Also redone in the last 10 years by Sean Penn. Now, that remake was pretty decent. Gloria remake, I, I would hold off on. Um, also... Morning After with Jeff Bridges and Jane Fonda. Sidney Lumet also will show up in some of his movies sometimes. Um, but again, if you haven't seen any of those, and again, you notice that a lot of the movies I'm talking about can include some of my favorite actors in a lot of these movies. So let me go back now. Oliver Stone. There's Platoon, JFK. Natural Born Killers, highly recommend. Um, 
Savages, if you haven't seen that, I highly recommend. Most of us have probably seen Wall Street. Midnight Express, decent, but you got to be into it. And 8 Million Ways to Die with Jeff Bridges and Andy Garcia. Sidney Lumet, we're talking about 12 Angry Men. The gold standard for me, along with uh, To Kill a Mockingbird, two of the first movies I really enjoyed. Dog Day Afternoon, uh, Serpico, Network, The Verdict, Fail Safe, Gloria, All the King's Men, and The Morning After. Use the six degrees of separation too. Take those, for me, I take those movies, I look at the actors I'm in, I'm taking Jeff Bridges out, and I can see The Big Lebowski, I can see Arlington Road, I can see, uh, man, uh, the, the, the Door Under the Floor, all kinds, Jeff Bridges has done a lot of stuff, a lot of really good stuff. Now, this is the other Jackson. <laughs> yeah, right, Janet Jackson. The song is Doesn't Really Matter, from the remake of the Clumps movie, the remake of The Nutty Professor, which Eddie Murphy always paid homage to because he loved Jerry Lewis. So, and again, I still don't understand why he has not won an Oscar for that movie. How do you sit up and play seven people at a dinner table? Who else, who else can do that? Who else has done that? Give the man an Oscar just for that. Okay, but let me keep going. There are certain movies that I watched just because of the title. Now, yes, some actors were in it that I knew, but the title pulled me in and each one of them I enjoyed. So I'm gonna give you these titles because they might pique your curiosity also. The first one is called Before the Devil Knows You're Dead. Let me give you that title again. Before the Devil Knows You're Dead with uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman and Ethan Hawke. Sad movie. Very well made. Very sad. Um, another one. Things to do in Denver before you did. So now, don't get them confused. The first one is before the devil knows you did. The second one is things to do in Denver when you're dead. With Andy Garcia and... I'm blocking out on his name. Uh... Christopher Walken, Christopher Walken, who also was with Sean Penn in At Close Range. But that's a really good one, too. Another one, A Place Behind the Pines. Place Behind the Pines with uh, Bradley Cooper. And um, I can't think of his name either, but he did La La Land. Okay. And, uh, okay, another one, which is really, these two guys... Well, one of them I probably wouldn't watch at all. But the other one I've seen a lot of his movies. But together, it was really pretty interesting. It's based on a true story. The movie's called Pain and Glory. And it stars uh, Marky Mark, Mark Wahlberg, and Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. Based on a true story, as weird as it was. And if you've ever seen the judge, Alex, he was actually the prosecuting judge in this case in real life. Interesting. It's called Pain and Glory. Um, one more, Silver Lining Playbook. Bradley Cooper, Jennifer Lawrence. There's also Life is a House with Kevin Klein and a Mary Steenburgen. Um, oh, one of my weird movies, Secretary with Maggie Gyllenhaal. Hey, watch a good movie. It's Sunday. It's raining. Talk to somebody. Let them talk to you. This.
is the Talking Out Podcast. Have a good day, everybody. Talk to you soon.